What's up, everybody? Richard back today with another episode of the Warped Report. And hey, listen, this past week of music was was crazy. I mean, there was so much music that came out. There was four albums that I have listened to since then, including Under Oath, Enterprise Earth, uh, Fit for an Autopsy, and Shadow of Intent. We don't have time to go. We, we, we don't have a lot of time to go at a deep dive in all of them, but I will touch on all of them uh, quickly at the end of the episode. But we do have a lot of news to get to, including some stuff that I just saw just as um, I got done doing my uh, Enterprise Earth album reaction. Let's just get into it, man. Uh, first up, Every Time I Die is No More. Uh, this is uh, crazy to think about, but uh, let's pull this up here. Uh, basically, they were saying that uh, Andy Jordan, Stephen Goose's last show, Every Time I Die, was on December 11, 2021. Uh, it sounds like here that they wanted to agree on some sort of legal statement to outline the truth, but... Um, you know, there's some inaccuracies and inconsistencies, uh, with somebody else who, you know, they're not saying the name, but it sounds like it could be Keith. Maybe, uh, again, we're just speculating here, um, that he wanted to release something not mutually agreed upon. And they're saying here, there's been no direct communication with Keith because it's either impossible for direct communication with him solely, or we've been cut off from any and all communication by himself. Um, and then over here, it says every time I die, you know, five members, all that kind of stuff, you know, they're saying that they cherish all the memories and whatnot. But, yeah, man, um, that is wild because they've been going, as it says here, since 1998. So that is um, that is crazy. And, I mean, that makes a lot of sense considering, you know, that we also got news here that they canceled their U.K. tour with the Bronx and Jesus Peace. Um, yeah, uh, well, uh, I guess this reasoning wasn't totally accurate. It says, due to ongoing restrictions and financial liability for a tour of this size, we have no option but to cancel the UK tour. Our apologies to our UK friends. Uh, refunds will be available at the point of purchase. So, yeah, man, um, I don't really know what to say. I mean, that's definitely, you know, every time I die, I'm not going to say it has been my favorite band forever or anything like that, but their last record, Radical, I did enjoy. And um, it stinks to see a band that was around for that long, um, you know, call it quits. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it goes sometimes, unfortunately. But so here we go. Some uh, A band that is not breaking up anytime soon, Era, uh, they're going to be releasing a new track, Nigh, of, Nigh to Silence, coming out on January 20th, and there is a pre-save link available. It'll be premiering on YouTube on the 20th at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, Darko uh, have well they not announced they have debuted a new song titled Acid Inject and let me just tell you right now that if you are squeamish by blood or any other kind of bodily fluid that is ejected from an individual this video is going to uh, give you an upset stomach I'll put it that way but the song itself is crazy it's fast it's relentless it's two and a half minutes it's short sweet to the point I loved it a lot and the video just adds to it which is just um, an absurd uh, visual display. Next up, as they dying, have confirmed that they are working on some new music in an issue uh, in a, a statement issued by Tim Lambesis. He says, "Life update: A couple born through fire songs are currently being mixed. While I'm also exchanging some really exciting demos with the Azalea Dying guys. I even wrote some riffs slash songs that could be used for Pyrithian tracks in the distant future. It feels really good to put so much energy into being creative while waiting to tour again 
final or finally tore again. So as I lay down, you know, obviously Nick Hippa, that was the big story from last year, had left the band. But of course, they are continuing on without him. And we're getting some um, some Tim riffs. Uh, oh, well, it sounds like he's saying that he wrote some riffs for Pyrithian, but uh, it'd be cool to see if maybe he's writing some stuff too for as I lay dying as well. Um, next up, Rings of Saturn drummer Mike Caputo has quit the band and he has joined Brand of Sacrifice. Um, so we got a long statement here from him. But uh, of course, he you know he has left Rings of Saturn, um, and he has joined uh, uh, Brand of Sacrifice. I know that uh, Brand of Sacrifice's old drummer was also in another band. Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but more of a proggy band. Um, so I wonder if he's still continuing with them. But uh, yeah, this is really exciting. I think that he's going to fit in very well with Brand of Sacrifice. Um, as they're both, you know, really in the same genre. And fun fact, uh, my old band, True Shot, we opened a show which also featured Rings of Saturn and Brand of Sacrifice uh, playing on the same bill. So that was exciting stuff. Next up, we're going to get to some tours here, uh, including a festival here known as Coachella, which I'm sure you're all very familiar with. But um, it says, yeah, here after two years of pandemic-induced cancellations, Coachella is back. Uh, we got Turnstile, Run the Jewels, Code Orange, which that's going to be awesome. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard will be playing at Coachella, among many other bands here. But those are kind of the more uh, scene-ish type of bands that will be playing at Coachella this year. Speaking of era that we talked about a little bit before, uh, they have canceled their Europe slash UK tour with Dayseeker, Brand of Sacrifice, and Hollow Front. And of course, you know, it has a lot to do with um, you know COVID-related stuff and the reduced capacities, and that would inc- that would be a big financial burden because as it is, a lot of these bands, if you're not aware, do not really make a lot of money, if at all, any uh, on these European tours. It's mostly just a way to kind of just continue to promote them and their brand and their product. So there's really not a whole lot of money in this. So like when you have reduced capacity, it's a really bad time for bands. So they have canceled that tour. However, Parkway Drive, Hatebreed, The Black Dahlia Murder, and Stick to Your Guns have announced a tour. This kind of looks like a um, a replacement for like Viva La Underdogs, I believe was that old tour from a couple of years ago that I'm not, I don't even think that ever happened. Um, but uh, yeah, that'll be going from uh, May the 8th until June the 5th. Um, next up, Fit for a King, uh, headlining tour with Silent Planet, Hollow Front, and Avoid. Uh, that'll be going from March the 1st through uh, April the 8th. And then we're also going to be getting another tour that uh, that um, I couldn't find a, a full story for it, but um, it, we're going to have a Polaris headlining tour that will be happening um, and that will be coming to the States. And on March 27th in Worcester, Massachusetts, at the Palladium, those two tours will be colliding. So that'll be very exciting because I believe that tour also features Alpha Wolf as well, so an in-band animate. So there's going to be like eight or nine bands on one bill for one night only. So if you're in the Massachusetts area, that is a show you want to be at, and I will be there. Next up, we have End have announced a Europe and UK, uh, Europe UK tour, uh, and it'll be going from it looks like April the 30th until March the 10th. Um, doesn't say any other supporting acts, but it's a two week long tour. And lastly, we have Attila. He is Legend and Islander, also featuring uh, Crown Magnetar. Um, we'll be touring uh, later this year, March 17th through April 17th. Uh, that'll be exciting. They're actually going to be here in New Hampshire in my home state playing at the Jewel, a venue that I have played many, many times. So that is another tour that is happening. 
So that does it for the news. But now let's talk quickly about these four albums that I've heard. We'll start it off with Shadow of Intent. Shadow of Intent, you know, very symphonic elements. They definitely have that throughout a solo in pretty much every single song. Uh, there was a lot of songs off this that I liked, including the one, uh, The Blood in the Sands of Time, featuring Chuck Billy of Testament. I thought that was a really cool song. Overall, though, the style, um, you know, is not totally my thing, but I did like it. I gave it an 81% for a grade. I thought it was a really solid record, but there were some songs like Saurian King that I was not too into. And, uh, you know, this, de this definitely has a vibe and a sound to it that I'm not super into, but again, I can appreciate. Uh, next up, let's talk quickly about Fit for an autopsy fit for an autopsy still had a lot of that uh ground breaking just punchy heaviness to it but it definitely went in that more of a gojira direction and i'm not really a big gojira fan so i can appreciate the new direction i think it's a really good uh step in another direction uh or not a well just a not another direction necessarily but a continuation of what the band did with sea of tragic beasts but there were a lot of songs off of this that i really liked as well um, like, uh, the, the, some, it has hate in the title. I can't remember the name of the song off the top of my head, but, um, I like that song a lot. That was my favorite. Um, and I gave that an 80%. So just under shadow of intent. And then, uh, also under oath. Um, I was very disappointed with this record. I'm going to be straight up. I thought that this record was not very good. I thought the first two tracks, uh, damn excuses and hallelujah were great. The rest I did not like at all. I gave it a 66%. There were some ideas that were like kind of cool, uh, but then the rest of it didn't really feel like a song to me. It just kind of felt like a collection of sounds. I could not get into it at all. Uh, but again, I gave that a 66%. And lastly, enterprise earth, I love this record. I gave it an 84%. A couple songs that were very, very long, uh, The Overpass or Overpass and uh, The Chosen, the title track. Uh, both of those combined were over 15 minutes. And uh, Overpass was pretty cool. Uh, you know, it was longer. I gave it an 8.5. I liked it. A lot of really cool parts. But what I really liked about this record as a whole is that they did not rest on one style. They had multiple different styles going in and out of each song, um, especially the longer songs. They had like those more kind of melancholic, slower parts, but then they also had those bigger moments as well. So overall, I thought this record was like um, not as accessible as Lifeblood by Brand of Sacrifice, but maybe just a step away from that. I thought it was really sick. Uh, a lot of longer songs. The album is over an hour long, um, and I, I could connect with it. I really enjoyed it, and right now it is my current album of the year year but with that everybody thank you so much for watching this week's episode of the warped report let me know what you think of every time i die splitting up are you going to appreciate the new era song what do you think of darko as i lay dying you excited for that new stuff what do you think um you know the new the, the new drummer for brandon sacrifice the guy coming over from rings of saturn you think he's going to influence the sound at all are you going to Coachella? I, I highly doubt it, but are you? Um, and then also you're going to be going to any of these tours headlined by Parkway Drive, Fit for a King, Polaris, and or Attila. And also let me know what you thought of the four albums that uh, we discussed here at the end. But anyways, guys, till next week, I will see you right here. Same time, same out of line YouTube channel. Peace.